0: Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of
1: truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Hello,
0: ladies and gentlemen, my name is Justin Peters. I hope that you and your family are doing well today. And I want to thank you so very much for joining me for this short little podcast. And I'm, I'm just kind of winging this. Uh, I'm not going to have any video clips of anybody or anything like that, but, uh, uh, I want to begin with an observation and then a word of appreciation. So two years ago, right? February of 2020 is when COVID really kind of got serious, uh, we were hearing about it in January of 2020, but it uh, uh, wasn't until February that things people really started getting worried about it. And initially, we didn't know how, um, how serious this was going to be, right? I mean, we didn't know if this was going to be the next bubonic plague or if it was just going to be a glorified case of the sniffles. And so uh, things began to shut down and churches shut down uh the vast vast majority i think there were just a handful of churches that I've heard of that that never did, but almost all churches shut down um at least for a few weeks or a couple of months but so everything that I had on my calendar was cleared you know all of the all the preaching engagements I had either were cancelled or had to be rescheduled, but in June of twenty twenty I started traveling again. Um, uh, went to a church in Michigan pastored by a good friend of mine, Jim ate a lot. And, uh, so he had me come out. We had this on the calendar already. And he said, no, come on, we're, you know, we're done with this. We're opening back up and we want you to come. So, uh, June of 2020 started travel again. And so since June of 2020, I've been doing my thing. I've been traveling, preaching and teaching. And, um, it, I've, I've had a very interesting observation now that uh, we're a good year and a half, or at least I'm a good year and a half into uh, traveling again. Every single church I've been to has grown. Every single one of them. Without exception, 100% of the churches that have had me in in the last year and a half have grown. And I think I know why. For so long, so many churches shut down. They were afraid of the virus. So they shut down and they went online doing virtual church. And many of those churches are still shut down. And quite honestly, for the great majority, the vast, vast majority, it's actually been a good thing that these churches have shut down because they're not real churches anyway. But the ones that opened up, the ones that opened up way back in 2020, even when all the other churches were shut down, the ones that opened up and stayed open, were the, were the doctrinally oriented churches, the sound churches, the churches that take Hebrews ten twenty five seriously, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves. Those churches that opened back up and remained open while all these other wishy-washy churches and bad churches, false churches, all that kind of stuff, when they shut down, the, the serious churches stayed open. And what happened was that their sheep, There's sheep out there in all these communities and God has his sheep. He has his people all over the place. And when the churches that they had been going to shut down, these real sheep that wanted to be fed, sheep want to be fed. They began looking around for churches that were still open. And what did they find? The doctrinally sound churches. And so they went to them and they appreciated that these churches were remaining open, even when, their mayors or their governors, uh, said to shut down no matter what the CDC said. No, we're going to obey God rather than man. We're going to take Hebrews ten twenty five seriously. Yeah. We may have shut down for a few weeks initially until we kind of got figured out and And none of us had been through anything like this before. And hindsight, the next time, you know, the, when COVID 20 or whatever comes back around, these churches are, they're not going to shut down. They're going to stay open. And so these sheep began looking for churches and the ones that they found that were open are the doctrinally sound churches, the ones that care about scripture, the pastors that take their uh, solemn duty before God very, very seriously. And so These sheep found these churches, found these flocks, and they went to them. And every single church I've been to in the last year and a half has grown. Now, to be sure, um, some people left, you know, when COVID hit and they haven't come back. Uh, But those folks have more than been made up for by all these other folks, all these other sheep that were looking for a good church and they found them in these churches that remained open. And so I've been very, very encouraged for that, uh, by that. And, uh, I'm not diminishing COVID-19. I'm not one of these, um, <laughs> one of these folks that says, oh, it's, you know, it's a fake virus, you know, it's not real. And well, yeah, it's real. I, have I've had COVID-19. I know it's real. I, uh, lost my taste and smell for quite a while back in, uh, what was it? Summer of last year, I guess about June of last year, I, I got COVID. So yeah, it's a real virus. But, um, you know, Hey, we live in a fallen world. Viruses are around. Uh, but anyway, point of the matter being, yes, it's, it can be serious for a few folks, uh, with underlying conditions. I'm not diminishing that. I know some people have died of COVID-19. I have, I have some friends who have, who have died or people I know who have, have died of it. So I'm not saying it's not a real virus, but what I am saying is that we have a command from scripture and, um, And I really appreciate all of the churches that stayed open, even when the government said to shut down. I really appreciate these churches. And God has honored their obedience. Obedience to God is in and of itself its own reward. Whether or not we see or experience tangible benefits from our obedience, um, just being obedient to God is in and of itself its own reward reward but god in his providence and in his kindness uh has indeed blessed these churches that stayed open and uh they have grown they have grown not only numerically but they've grown in the depth in their depth in their maturity uh in the uh just the the richness of the people that have come uh they're serious and and they're serious about god's word and so that's been a great encouragement to me it it really has and so Okay, just briefly, I guess I am going to go back on my word and show you a clip of one individual. least an audio clip, and this is Russell Moore. Russell Moore was recently commenting on a particular church in Michigan that a friend of his is aware of that grew from like 150 or something to over a thousand, and um, his friend asked him why do you think that is, and Russell Moore had a very interesting uh, answer as to why he thinks. That church grew so much. Listen to this from Russell Moore. This was uh, February 17th, 2022. So as of this recording, just a few days ago.
1: I was talking to a friend uh, not long ago who was um, talking about where he lives in in rural Michigan. And he said there's a church. He said it ran about 150, 200 people. And now it has suddenly exploded over the last year. and It's running over a thousand. And he said, why do you suppose that is? And I said, let me guess. And it's not evangelism. It's that the pastor announced that uh, COVID's a hoax and we're going to uh, fight against uh, masks and vaccine mandates and so forth. And this assembled a crowd. And he said, that's exactly what happened. Is, and I see that happening all over the country where pastors are saying, crazy has become a church growth strategy. Uh, n- not so much at, at reaching unbelievers, but pulling uh, believers out of churches because it gives this this picture of conviction.
0: What an insult that is to these churches that have stayed open. I have no idea what church he's talking about. I'm assuming this is a, a true story. And I'm sure there are some churches like that, that. If you've heard of Greg Locke, that kind of a guy, who I have absolutely nothing good to say about on any level. But... To say that all of the churches that stayed open did so just uh, to to put on an air of conviction, I'm sorry. I've been to these churches. These churches stayed open. These good churches, they have stayed open absolutely out of conviction, out of biblical conviction, fidelity to the word of God, and in obedience to the good shepherd. That's why they stayed open. So many little rant here over now on to more encouraging things. Uh, that's the observation. Now for the word of appreciation. I want to express my appreciation for all of the faithful shepherds out there. Uh, John MacArthur, of course, he was the one with the largest platform that that, uh, that led the way in this and, you know, very public. He's on Fox News and all this kind of stuff. His battles with the, his and uh, Grace Community Church's battles with the Uh, local authorities, state authorities, governor Newsom and all that, you know, that even worked its way through the court system and by God's providence and grace, they prevailed in that. Uh, so he had the largest platform of the churches that that stayed open in defiance of the government have to obey God rather than me in Acts chapter five. But there are thousands and thousands of other pastors out there who do not have that kind of a platform. And, um, but they stayed open and they take their responsibility before the Lord very, very seriously. And I want to express my appreciation to you, uh, brother, you, to you, local pastor, elders uh, in every church needs to have a plurality of elders. But I, I want to express my appreciation to you men um, who, who don't have the platform, who don't have the name recognition, who don't uh, who aren't being asked to speak at the big conferences? You know, some of you who are familiar with my teaching, maybe you've heard me in person. You've probably heard me, me say this. It can, it can get uh, discouraging, at some level. It can be very discouraging, honestly, when you look at the broad visible spectrum of Christianity nowadays, evangelicalism, whatever that word means anymore. There is so much compromise. There is so much dilution of the gospel. There's so much. Uh, there's so much that is being called church and being called Christianity that bear absolutely no resemblance to true church and biblical Christianity. There's so much, there's so many moral failings out there. There's a lot of that. There's a, there's a lot of error. There's a lot of heresy. There's a lot of bad teaching. There's a lot of this stuff going on, a lot of it. And, and I deal with a lot of that. So it can be easy, uh, to, to get discouraged, but There are good churches out there, and there's a lot of them. Dear friends, there's a lot of them. They're all over the United States. I've been to some of them. Uh, They're all over the world. By God's grace, I've had the opportunity to preach the gospel in 27 different countries now, some of those countries multiple times. And you know what? There's good churches all over the world, too. There's faithful shepherds out there. Um, They're they don't have the name recognition, as I said, they're, they're not in the news. What's in the news is all the bad stuff, but there's a lot to be thankful for. There's good churches, good faithful shepherds, good men. And, um, and I've, I've been very encouraged by that. It's been one of the great blessings that God has given me as an evangelist to see this for myself. And, uh, that's why I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Debbie Downer when it comes to evangelicalism. Um, uh, well, <laughs> maybe I am when it comes to whatever that word means But for the church, I'm not a Debbie Downer for the church. Uh, God's church, Christ's church, is safe. It is safe. The gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Uh, God's word will not return to him void. His word will do what he has decreed it to do. And um, nothing will prevail against the church of Christ. Not the denomination, but you know what I mean, Christ's church. Nothing will prevail against it. And uh, are are times hard? Yeah. Are they going to get worse? Yeah. Um, I'm not post-millennial, sorry. Uh, Things are going to get worse. But God's church is safe. It will do what he has decreed it to do. And there are good churches out there. So all that to say, brothers, um, all of you pastors, all of you elders out there, um, who were laboring away in the, in the word and shepherding your flocks, guarding them, feeding your flocks, protecting them from the wolves, doing church discipline when that's necessary to do, and you have a, a biblical understanding of what church is. Thank you. I want you to know how much I appreciate what you're doing. And as an evangelist, my highest priority is to please Christ. That's what I want to do above anything else. And any man who is in ministry for the right reasons understands this, understands that we have an audience of one. There's one person that we are to please, and that is Christ. So that is my highest priority in my ministry. But uh, a second to that, a second motivating factor, I suppose, is that I want my ministry to be a help to all of our faithful pastors, all of our faithful shepherds. I want to come alongside what a pastor is already preaching and teaching his congregation. And I want to help them. I want to just come alongside and, and, um, you know, hold up his arms metaphorically speaking to draw an analogy from Moses. That's, that's what I want to do. I want to help all of our faithful shepherds out there. Uh, and one of these days, the the guys that are going to be at the front of the line, it, it's not going to be the guys with the big platforms. I, by, God has given me something, I guess, of a somewhat sizable public platform. Uh, but you know what? I I don't I don't expect to be at the front of the line. I, I'm, the guys at the front of the line are going to be all you faithful brothers out there uh, who are shepherding your flocks, and you do it in anonymity unknown to anyone except your local flocks and, and of course the good shepherd himself, you guys are going to be at the front of the line. And I want you to know how much I appreciate you. And, uh, if you're watching this, uh, brother or sister in Christ, and you have one of these good faithful churches and you are led by good faithful men, um, be thankful for them, express your appreciation to your pastor. It's not easy being a pastor. Um, There are certainly challenges in what I do as an evangelist, to be sure. I face challenges, um, but I don't face the kind of challenges that a a pastor faces. So um, being a pastor, a good faithful pastor, is, in my estimation, if you're doing it right, it's the hardest job, to use that word, in the world. Uh, It's hard. People don't realize how much time goes in just to preparing a sermon if all a pastor had to do was to prepare one uh, truly expositional sermon uh, where he digs into the text, and and that's a full-time job in and of itself. That's all he had to do. That's all he had to do. But a pastor has to do a lot more than that. So uh, people don't realize how much work goes into being a pastor, a good pastor. I mean, any knucklehead can go to sermons.com or whatever and download a sermon, get up and read it. But um, faithful shepherds don't do that. They don't plagiarize, but that's another thing. So anyway, um, if you go to one of these churches, you have faithful men leading you, be thankful for them. Express your appreciation to them. Pray for them. Pray for their wives. Pray for their families. Uh, Hold them up in prayer. It would mean a lot to them. A little encouragement goes a long way. So observation and a word of appreciation. Brothers, thank you. All right. Till our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.